Welcome to Biopics Mostly Suck, the podcast where we provide the true story behind movies based on a true story. Well, on most episodes. Today is going to be a little different. You see, you should have heard a great discussion about the movie Never Cry Wolf today. It has been one of my favorite films for most of my life, and Don, John, and I had an insightful discussion about the movie and the book by Farley Mowat, which the movie is based on. The only problem was someone forgot to hit record. And when I say someone, I mean me. In my defense, we had changed up our process for that episode. We usually record in the evening, but because it was going to be a hot day and the studio gets really warm, we decided to record in the morning. Everything was set up to record. I had the recording program paused. The tracks were named. Everyone sat down and put on their headphones and just started talking. I think it was the time of day that threw me, because usually I'm spending the day getting things ready, and I got everything ready the day before. So I think that was number one. I was just thrown off by the change. Also, no one needed their volume levels adjusted, and that just caused us to skip the usual checks that we do as we start to record an episode. Since then, schedules have been busy. I do not have any other episode in the can, so here I am, flying solo for today's episode. A personal journey episode. This is the type of episode I have refrained from recording. The podcasting landscape is littered with everyone's personal journeys. I've even joked that maybe I would get more downloads if I framed the podcast as my personal journey to watch movies based on a true story. And yet, here I am, a podcaster with no content to post. And so I'm making do. If I ever refer to myself as an influencer, please just put me out of my misery. But maybe this will be a good thing. I do have some background for doing this and a set of skills which come into play that I have learned during my time walking around on this planet. Maybe it is time to share a little bit of that background. If you're ready, let's get started. If not, just hit pause. We'll still be here. So here we are on the other side of the intro music, and we are breaking from the usual format so I can share what we do here at Biopics Mostly Suck and why we do it. I'm going to share a little bit of my background and what brought me into doing a podcast. And hopefully, uh, on the other end of this, I might even hear a little more from you on social media and via email through our website, biopicsmostlysuck.com. Biopics Mostly Suck is a podcast about movies based on a true story. The movies we talk about are really just a jumping-off point to talk about ethics, pop culture, books, music, politics, all in a conversational fashion. We do think that the filmmakers have a responsibility to do no harm when they present an interpretation of a person's life or events that took place. We understand that changes need to be made when translating from one medium to another, from a book to a film, for instance, 
And we understand that the job of a movie is first and foremost to tell a coherent story, and real-life timelines do not always readily present that. But we think it's important to uncover what was left out and bring that to light. In past episodes, we showed that Queen did not want to talk about Plain Sun City, and instead threw Freddie Mercury under the bus to avoid the topic. We talked about the NASA space program that was featured in the movie Hidden Figures, and we discussed what was arguably taken away from those skilled, talented, and dedicated women by bringing Jim Crow into the halls of NASA, which, by the way, NASA was not a segregated agency. And we talked about the consequences of presenting past events as a retort to current events, such as when the placement of a line was changed in the real-life Frost-Nixon transcripts to reflect debates of the time about presidential powers in the G.W. Bush administration. We think these facts are interesting elements of filmmaking to chew on, and the discussions are far deeper than what is true or false. Whether the person wore a blue shirt or a green shirt is not of interest to us, but the facts that really happened in the historical record are. And I really, at this point, have to credit my guests for making the podcast the way it is. They bring so much to the discussions. John Helix was my first guest and has been my most frequent guest. The episodes would not be the same without his thoughtful and insightful exchanges. Dawn has joined us for a few episodes and brought her impassioned insight to the microphone. Diana brings a wonderful vitality to the discussion. Joel Tarpinian, a Chicagoland blues musician, helped flesh out our discussion about the blues record label Chess Records, as depicted in the movie Cadillac Records. My good friend Miriam and I had a great discussion about P.L. Travers and Walt Disney when we talked about the movie Saving Mr. Banks. And Lolita is the most recent addition to the guest roster with her recommendation of and her insight into the movie A Coal Miner's Daughter. You will be able to hear Lolita again, in fact, coming up Labor Day weekend as we talk about the movie Norma Ray. We give our opinions on the movies and topics, but we also think that when we talk about the facts, there should be some accountability for where those facts come from. And that is why you can find all of the sources that we use to build the episode on our website. What is interesting to me is how it seems like my life experience has been building towards the creation of this podcast. My interest in film and film criticism goes all the way back to high school. I started writing movie reviews when I was on my high school newspaper from my sophomore through my senior years. When I moved on to college, I had the opportunity to create the role of entertainment director at KSAK Radio in Walnut, California. This was back during the late 80s in a time before blogs and any of the technology that created the ability for anyone with a computer to talk about the entertainment industry. Heck, our station was barely building its own CD collection and still relied on vinyl records which were often brought in milk crates by the DJs from their own collections in order to provide the music programming. And forget about any type of sound recording and editing on a computer. Back then, editing was done using a grease pencil and a razor blade, cutting reel-to-reel tape. That's the old school I come from. 
I also hosted a daily feature on that radio station called Just a Minute, which was a minute-long rundown of the entertainment industry. I'll tell you what, just for fun, let's take a trip in the Wayback Machine and listen to one of those Just a Minute reports. I'm Robert Toll for Just a Minute. Just when you thought it was safe to watch a made-for-TV movie, CBS plans to bring us Laker Girls. Yes, the cheerleaders for the Los Angeles Lakers will be the subject of their own TV movie, and producer Rene Valente claims that it will answer the burning question, why do you want to be a Laker girl? Paula Abdul, the most famous Laker girl yet, will not be associated with the production. From that question to why do you want to be a TV show, ABC will debut the series K-9, and yes, it was taken from the movie that starred Jim Belushi and Jerry Lee the dog. Jerry's back, but Robert Carradine will be the star of the series. And finally, the life of Jim Morrison will be set in celluloid in the aptly titled No One Gets Out of Here Alive. Val Kilmer of Top Gun fame will play Jim while Meg Ryan of When Harry Met Sally plays his wife. Kevin Dillon will play one of the members of The Doors and Billy Idol is set to play one of Morrison's friends. Oliver Stone will direct the film and that's it. I'm Robert Toll for just a minute. Ah, yes, whatever happened to the show Laker Girls? I can't believe that one just hasn't lasted the test of time. But you might have noticed that there was a very early report about Oliver Stone's film, which was later known to become The Doors, and John and I talked about that movie on our second episode of Biopics Mostly Suck. My time learning broadcasting was great. Great! The radio station received passes to press screenings and press kits for movies. I was at the premiere of U2's Rattle and Hum, and I was 15 feet from the stage when they performed before the premiere of that film. I was at the Batman premiere in 1989, and I got to interview a whole range of people. I got to interview director Wes Craven, who was filming at our college. I will always remember him as a very nice man who was very kind to a geeky kid with a Radio Shack tape recorder. My plan was to follow through on broadcasting, but life pulled me in a different way. I met the woman who would become my wife, and I did not feel that a life of bouncing from station to station in the broadcasting industry would be fair to her, or that there was any guarantee she would bounce around with me. We moved to the San Diego area, and this deviation from my plan turned out pretty well because the radio broadcasting landscape changed dramatically in the years after. The number of independent stations was declining as they were being gobbled up by giant corporations, and automation took over as on-air personalities did voiceovers for multiple radio stations all across the country. It became an environment I had not pictured going into. That was not my ideal when I studied broadcasting. And I'm glad that dumb luck led me the other way. The radio station was a great place to learn about music, and that education continued as I worked for Tower Records. I continued to write film reviews as an editorial assistant for a San Diego area newspaper. I also learned facilitation skills by working as a trainer and facilitator for almost 20 years. And then finally, technology caught up with me at the right time. The technology that makes podcasting a reality 
has brought me full circle, back to my radio station roots. Sometimes it's amazing how your past can set you up for your future. My broadcasting past, which I thought was in the rearview mirror, now comes into play in developing biopics mostly suck. Layered on top of that are the life experiences that I have had during all of these years. The research that I do for each episode would not be as solid if it were not for my journalistic background. The sound quality of the podcast would not be what it is if it were not for my background in broadcasting. And the discussions we have would not be as engaging and structured if it were not for the use of facilitation skills that have been learned and an avid passion for learning more about anything that captures my interest. All of these elements come into play in building the podcast, which I hope you enjoy listening to. And thank you for listening. These discussions that we record are heard all over the world. It is exciting to take a look at the data and see that we have regular downloads in France and Canada and India. The United States is where our greatest listenership is located, and I see new cities popping up every day. And this is where I need to make a request of you. The data shows that we are growing in listenership a little bit each month. I'm asking you to reach out to your friends on social media and share the posts or just let them know you like the podcast. We are on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter under the username at Mostly Suck. I would also like to ask you to reach out to me and share what you like and don't like about the podcast. Are there any movies you would like us to talk about? What interests you in what you hear and what turns you off? At the moment, the episodes are being created in a vacuum, and the downloads seem to say that we're hitting the mark, but a little encouragement that you like what you hear is never a bad thing. So please, reach out to your circles on social media and DM us and let us know what you like and don't like. Or you can also send us an email at biopicsmostlysuck at gmail.com. Thank you, everyone, for listening. I love putting these episodes together, and if it weren't for you, I would just be cornering my friends and telling them the facts behind these movies. Having you out there provides an outlet for me and takes the burden off of my circle of friends. Remember, we release episodes on the first and third Thursday of each month. Our next fresh episode will be released on Thursday, September 3rd, 2020. Our good friend and union organizer, Lolita, will join us to talk about the movie Norma Ray, just in time for Labor Day weekend. That wraps up another episode of Biopics Mostly Suck. If you liked it, please subscribe using your favorite podcasting platform. We are literally everywhere. If you're a regular listener, you know I usually throw goodies out there on the website, videos, and other such things. And since we aren't talking about a movie, what I did was I took that Wes Craven interview that I have, and I put it out there on the website, biopicsmostlysuck.com slash record. I've also posted a short video about splicing reel-to-reel tape since there may be many people who have not seen that process before. Boy, does that video bring back memories. How are we doing on this project? 
Go like us on Facebook and Twitter at the handle of at Mostly Suck, or send us your feedback through our website, biopicsmostlysuck.com, and you can recommend which movies you would like us to use for an episode. And we will share the true story behind that movie based on a true story. Take care, everyone. <laughs>